Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined with our host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight doing good good to be back with you boys uh so soon here on whatever whatever night it is it's wednesday night here so <laughs> recording uh, uh more and more now I'm excited to get into some of these division odds he says so soon like it's been uh two days it's been like a. <laughs> In like a week here but of course yeah we've been delaying episodes so i guess that makes more sense it's uh, still so listeners. soon yeah, yeah okay anyway i'm doing good uh college football right around the corner i'm fucking stoked for that uh too bad useless canadian tv doesn't show shit i just looked up the schedule they're not showing one single game so i'll have to stream Are every week zero Are you serious? yeah not one game man Damn. yeah so I'll really illegal quickly... streams baby exactly yeah. ahoy ahoy uh arr. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah looking forward to the college football schedule i gotta go to my sister's wedding next weekend so i'm gonna miss week one nice. so that's that's unfortunate but uh you know i'll be on the phone all wedding long and uh, i'm actually the bartender there too so i'll, I'll have some time to myself <laughs> in the corner with my phone out uh yeah doing well uh did a lot of work on hockey here too so i'm ready to get into this I tried to get a couple of drinks, but the fucking bartender is too busy watching fucking Nebraska State get lit up. So uh, yeah. I don't know, it's bullshit. Um, no, I'm I'm good too, man. I was just chilling, you know. I was relaxing a bit here before. I had uh, what was it? The fucking Halifax Mooseheads versus Cape Breton Eagles. Uh, QMHL or was it Quebec Major Junior Hockey League preseason? I was watching that. Uh, that shows how fucking dying I am for hockey boys. I'll watch QMJHL preseason all fucking day. Let's go. It was sweet. Uh, 2-1 for um, the Eagles in that game, in case anybody's wondering. I doubt you are. Other than that, I'm doing good, man. But we'll keep this things rolling. Uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, dude. Joel, just touched on it. We got tons of shit coming out, yo. College football is right around the corner. The NFL is right there with it. Baseball is getting into the gritty parts of the season. You know, it's going to start seeing some playoff push. Uh, NBA is going to be firing up soon. Eventually camps for NHL will be starting off. Formula one's coming back this weekend, baby. I'm fucking stoked for that. NASCAR is still doing its thing. WNBA, everything, bro. Sports gambling podcast network has you covered for all your shit. Go to the website, go check it out. Listen to the other shows, man. MMA, all that crap. So there's good stuff. Go check out all the podcasts and go uh, check out some of the articles that are up there too. Uh, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's starting to pick up a little bit. You know, we talked about it a little bit on a couple of the other shows there. Uh, once we get a bit closer to the season, it'll start popping off just like our old Slack group used to be. But uh, we're going to make sure that that gets going, man. So shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, get your ass in there. Yeah, Joel was in there talking to himself for a while there on the uh, World <laughs> Juniors there. So yeah, definitely get in the Discord once we get closer to the season. Uh, that'll be popping off, especially with the preseason stuff like that. And if you like what we're listening to, why don't you uh, subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey, and Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And give us a follow on Twitter as well, at hockey sgpn. All right, we're going to jump in. There's a little bit of news that kind of came out since last time we spoke here. You know, nothing too crazy, but a couple little things. Um, we talked a little bit about free agents that were remaining uh, on one of our last previous shows here. Well, we got a little bit of rumblings, a couple signings here. The biggest one, obviously, would be Paul Stasny signing with the Carolina Hurricanes. He signs a one-year, $1.5 million deal. 
Um, fuck, good money, man. Anytime you get a player, I know Paul Stasny's a little bit older, but he's still a fantastic sentiment. Anytime you can lock down a player like that for 1.5 million, uh, gives you good depth option for what's going to be a pretty strong, uh, Carolina team. Obviously, they're a little hamstring with the loss of Max Pacioretty, but it's still a pretty good signing here, man. What do you think, boys? Yeah, this this is a great signing. I mean, Stastny was one of the guys we talked about as being one of the best free agents available. Could be a, a second line center for some team, and it looks like he he might start there for for the Hurricanes. But he's a guy who can move around, play the wing if he has to, move down to third line if Kakaniemi steps up or something like that. So, yeah, the Hurricanes. I mean, th- this team is going to be good again, even without Pacioretty. They, they only really lost uh, D'Angelo Trocheck, replaced him with with Burns, Pacioretty few other depth guys and now got Stasny to add to that. So the Hurricanes are going to be one of the top teams to watch in the Metro. Right. I was wondering if the, the Avalanche would be looking at him, but there was some bad blood uh, after he left when he wanted too much money. That's that's why he ended up leaving the Avalanche. So I wonder if uh, there was any kind of reach out going on there. I think that he'd be a decent fit there in second or third center position for the Avs who need some centers now with Kadri gone. Uh, but yeah, great, great fit for the Hurricanes. Add some depth after Pacioretty goes on long time, long term injury reserve. I think till February or so. So uh, yeah, he's a great fit for them. Not a not a fast skater, but he's a high hockey IQ and he'll do the uh, defensive work as well. So I like that for the Hurricanes. And one more note, since it's not on the list, these guys did not respect my uh, my news. The the Islanders <laughs> they signed uh, <laughs> Noah Dobson. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's fucking Lou Ramarella, man. He, he sleeps 16 hours a day, but he still gets the job done. Uh, he signed Noah Dobson, great deal. I think it was uh, was it four million, and then mm-hmm. Alexander Romanov, 2.5 million, three years each. That's great. I thought that they'd have to shed either Bovillier or uh, another player there. So uh, good for them getting that done, and the, the core comes back. So hopefully they they stay healthy this year. So good for them and uh, good for the Hurricanes getting Paul Stasny. Right on, man. I agree. That's a, that's a pretty good fit. Um, all right, we didn't get to talk about it too much the past show. Uh, we got some news from the World Juniors, man. The Summer World Juniors, which is still kind of weird to say. Uh, it seemed Canada won. We didn't really touch on it too much last show. Uh, that was pretty good to see. Uh, what was it? It was Canada versus Finland, I think, in the finals? <laughs> the yeah. disrespect. That's I don't why I'm know. alone in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was sick, though, dude. Team Canada got the gold. That was pretty dope. It was a good tournament, man. Like, I watched a lot of it, I'm not going to lie. There's a couple upsets. Obviously, uh, Chechnya beating out the States in the quarters. That was pretty huge. But um, <laughs> that's what they are. They're Chechnya, aren't they? Not Chechnya. Czechia. Czechia? I'm calling it's it Czechia. I don't give a fuck. That's completely <laughs> different. My boy Ivan, Ivan, Ivan getting it done, all right? Yeah. Um, no, it was good, dude. Like, I don't know. Julie, you were pretty uh, pretty depth into it. What, what do you got? What are your thoughts on the World Juniors here? Oh, yeah. Make it three for three. Picking these big international tournaments of the year, the Olympics, the World Championships, and now the World Juniors. I picked Finland at four to one, but I also said Canada as well. I mean, it was, it was worse odds in my article there, but I got him at plus 160 and Finland 4-1, to one, so I'm happy with that. Win it either way is uh, even better that, that Canada wins that. I mean, the that's one of the best finishes ever with McTavish. The high, hand-eye body coordination to save that puck, get it off the line, and then uh, less than a minute later, they go, they streak down two-on-one. Kent Johnson puts it in. Uh, that was a beautiful moment, and it's a shame that uh, more people didn't get to see it, because it's in the middle of fucking August. It's, it's all a shame of a uh, um, the IIHF with their shitty organized tournament back in January where they, they said if you get one COVID test, you're done. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen? The whole tournament's going to get shut down. And uh, But at least we got to play it out and good for these kids getting the win. Um, yeah, the, the Americans played well too uh, early on, but they got shut down by the, the Czechs of all, of all teams. And So yeah, I'm really happy with that win. Canada gets back on top there and uh, Finland gets another medal. I mean, they've been cruising along in the international tournament. So uh Happy for both teams there. Yeah, that, that was the one point I wanted to make was, was McTavish made such an incredible play that would would have should have gotten more recognition. Definitely would have if it was in January, like you said, if it was a, a normal year where they were able to have that. But it being in August, August, you know, I mean, hockey fans saw it. People in Canada saw it. But it would have definitely been bigger if it was happening on a normal year in January. And, you know, what? he's going to be an exciting guy to watch with the uh, with the Ducks there with Trevor Zegers. 
Yeah, man, I was uh, I was a little disappointed. I had a future bet on the states there. I think it was like six and a half to one, so nothing too crazy. But I was hoping they'd get it done for me. Um, I also had uh, over six and a half, just over six and a half, over six and a half members of Team Canada that are consensually banging the shit out of some bitch in a hotel room somewhere. <laughs> oh, that was my oh. pre-prediction. That joke's only funny if I say consensual. Oh. Oh. It's only funny if I say consensually. Uh, so we'll, uh, that's on the books. We'll wait about two years to see if anything comes out. But I got the over there. Um, all right. Yo, I've been waiting all World Juniors to get that joke out. I'm just saying. And again, it's only funny if I say consensually. Um, <laughs> all right. This just came out today. I don't know how big this is in the terms of news. Some people care. Um, EA NHL 23 just dropped its first cover. The cover stars will be... It's a dual cover. We got Trevor Zegras and Sarah Nurse. Um, you know what? Two great players. They, I don't really think Trevor Zegras really deserves to be on the cover of EA NHL 23. I know he had a sick goal with him and Sonny Milano there. But uh, Sarah Nurse is a great player. Man, She's had a fantastic time for Team Canada over the past couple of years. So I understand that. It's great to see the women's game picking up and getting some recognition as well. Um, but why the fuck Trevor Zegras, bro? I don't know. Maybe Maybe you guys feel a bit differently. Yeah, I mean, I can only see Trevor Zegers being on there because of just his highlight reel plays, his stuff at this girls' competition. People have been talking about him, but he, he's there. There are better options. Like go go with Ovechkin. I know he was just on it in, in 21, but Austin Matthews was on it twice. Why not give give it back to Ovia as he chases down the goal record? Why not give it to McDavid? Why not give it to somebody up and coming? I guess Zegers is up and coming, but someone kind of with more give star it to power. Shesterkin. Yeah, get a goalie yeah. on there, yo. Yeah, and I mean, great to see Sarah Nurse on there. Definitely going to help help grow the game a bit. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't see too much why Trevor Zegers is on there, but also I don't really care. <laughs> how, how many more names do you guys have to list before you come across the Norris winner, the Conn Smythe oh, winner? Oh, <laughs> like that's true. On the yeah. car should have been the guy on the cover. And yep. he, was, he was the story in the second half of the season. He's the reason why the Avalanche won the Cup. Trevor Zegers, I mean, he makes a couple of nice moves and he gets on the cover. Uh, that just goes to show the uh, the highlight culture of our younger generation. You know, maybe I'm, I'm a bit of a boomer here, but uh, these kids these days, they just watch highlights. <laughs> they want to see the fancy shit. They want to do it with their right. kids at home on the home rink in the peewee divisions. Uh, but that that's just what it is. Trevor Zegers, that's why he was brought to the All-Star game as like an extra. They want to they want to grow this like fast, flashy, like NBA style, like uh, just the guys who, who do all the cool moves, I guess. I don't know. I don't like it. He's not the guy going to the into the corners of the boards. He's not the one digging out the puck and uh, doing all the hard plays. So uh, whatever. It's Angel 23. They haven't had a good game since like the 90s. So, uh, yo, come on. Yeah. Oh, five. <laughs> Uh, I haven't played it since like 03, so I'm not kidding. No, man, like, I, I don't know. It's it's like you said, like, why Trevor Zegers? Well, get fucking, put McTavish on there. He's fucking more fun <laughs> than Trevor Zegers. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it's cool, though, right? Like, it's... That's I an guess interesting it's, take. I think that McTavish will turn out to be a better player than Zegers. I think yeah. an all-around yeah. player. I feel like Zegers will probably have more of like an offensive upside, but when it comes to like a, a full, complete game, I, I'm liking uh, McTavish there, man. Give it three years. McTavish will be number one C in Anaheim. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's interesting. Spicy. Very spicy. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Have you guys heard of Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. They also provide player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather so bettors can make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records for all your games and betting activity. 
Odds Tracker is great for handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, weather, and it allows you to track your bets by sport and then track all your betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. OddsTrader is the number one site for all your game day bets. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans in their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to different fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. And now, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official Sports Gambling Podcast Network NFL Survivor Contest. Make sure you hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 cash and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store is going to the winner. So make sure you sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. For Run Your Pool, the home of competition, it's where you can get every sort of gaming under the sun. Make sure to join us there at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Um, all right, man, that covers the majority of the news. I'm sure maybe there's a couple little things. It's it's August, man. Traditionally, August has been a pretty weak month for uh, for NHL news the whole season. Everybody's at the cottages and shit. But we're going to be in September, and training camps will be starting up before we know it here, boys. It's only August 24th, the time of recording here. So uh, things will start picking up pretty quickly. Uh, speaking of picking up, we're going to keep on going here. We're going to pick up the slack, and we're going to get into our uh, division breakdowns. This episode, we are primarily... I'm um, talking about the central division, so we're going to run through the actual division odds, and then we'll go through uh, each team's kind of point total predictions here. Uh, kicking things off, obviously this is a fucking no-brainer. The Colorado Avalanche are uh, heavy favorites to win the central. They're paying off minus 175 to win the actual division. Uh, that's a no-brainer, man. Everybody's going to take Colorado there. Um, Minnesota Wild, they're paying off plus 400 to win. The Nashville Predators, plus 1,000. St. Louis Blues, plus 1,100. Dallas Stars, plus 1,300. Uh, Winnipeg Jets, plus 3,000. Chicago, plus uh, 50,000. Holy fuck. And same with Arizona, plus 50,000 to win the division. Boys, anything there kind of jump out at you, or is uh, Colorado the the sure play here? Usually, in a, in a spot like this, I would look at one of those teams at a 10 to 1, 11 to 1, 13 to 1. You know, look, look at one of those to try to pinpoint a, as a good value pick here in the division. But I think the value here is just on the Avalanche at minus 175. I think that's much lower than it should be. Maybe you'll be able to get it lower d- during this season. But, I mean, they they were the best team in the league. They won the Stanley Cup for a reason. Did lose uh, Nazem Kadri, They lost Burakovsky. Some, some, some changes there in, in goal. They're going to have Gorgiev there now. But also, like Joel mentioned on one of our last shows, they, they're going to have those guys that they picked up at the deadline f- for the whole season. So they're going to be be full steam ahead with McCarr, with McKinnon, with Rantanen, with Landeskog. And they had a lot of injuries last season, too. So I could just see them running it back, winning this division with, with everyone else kind of beating up on each other there in the middle with Chicago and Arizona just being complete trash and Colorado being able to just beat them and win the division. This this division has the most lopsided uh, odds, and it doesn't make uh, it makes sense given the fact that the point totals reflect that we got the Avalanche, the highest point total on the board, at one hundred eleven and a half, and the Blackhawks sixty six and a half, Coyotes sixty five and a half, the two lowest, I believe. So uh, <laughs> that's why the odds are the way they are, and there's really only five contenders here. Maybe if you, you stretch to the Stars, they're thirteen to one. My plan last year was uh, take the Jets at 20 to 1 or 25 to 1, whatever I got at, and then take the Avalanche later on where they had a bit of a struggle. Ended up having to do minus 250 the Avalanche to pay me out of that. Uh, but this this year, uh, the odds on what book? Uh, minus 118, I found on the Avalanche. So it was hammered that because that just uh, it was ridiculous odds. And then the minus 175 is closer to fair here. But at the current odds, I would suggest uh, doing the plan I had last year, which was take one of these these dogs that you think is has got a chance. Because I don't think the Avalanche will will come out on a tear. I think they'll be a little bit hungover. We saw how hammered Bull Byron was, how hammered McKinnon was in Halifax. Uh, these guys are still enjoying the party, so it'll take them about two or three months to get back into full hockey shape to get the cup again. 
So I think that they could have a little bit of a slow start. So you got to find the right pick here. And uh, right now I would lean to the, I mean, the Wilder 4-1 to would be the best, but that that's a little short. So uh, the Blues at 11-1 to would be my pick, I guess, because they have a, a lot of uh, variance here. They have a, uh, who knows what Bennington's going to be. Now he doesn't have uh, Huso and Nett behind him or ahead of him. Um, so I think the Blues here at 11 to 1 would be the best bet at this point, just just for a little sprinkle because uh, I think the Avs are going to win the division. But if you have that 11 to 1 pocket and the Avs start struggling, then you can hammer the Avs too, and you got two good teams going at it. Um, and then watch the fucking Wild screw it all. But yeah, so <laughs> Avs, Avs or Blues, Blues, Blues for at this point, and then find your entry point later on with the Avs. All right. Um, yeah, I'm with there, man. Like. I don't know, like, you, you can probably get Colorado better during the season. Maybe if they struggle a little bit out the gate, you can bring that number down to be like minus 140 or some shit. But either way, it's pretty safe to say Colorado's going to win this division. If I did like a bit of a long shot, I'm looking towards Dallas here, man. I'm really expecting this team to have a bit of uh, an uptick, an upswing compared to what we saw last year. Even though last year was fine, but just based on some younger players getting better. Obviously, they have some older players that are still there. You know, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, Pavelski, uh, those guys kind of holding things down. But let's face it, like, Miro Hiskinen's going to keep getting better. Jason Robertson's going to keep getting better. Jake Ottinger, like, I've, I feel like all these young people are going to start playing a more prominent role. So I do I expect them to win the division? Fuck no. This is Colorado, two and like, to a T. But if I had to take a flyer out on any of these teams, man, like, I think Minnesota's getting worse. I'm not really sold on St. Louis. Nashville doesn't jump off the paper to me. Uh, Winnipeg's going to have a better year, but I doubt they're going to win the division. But So Dallas is my go-to if I had to pick one. All right, uh, boys, you want to jump through each team's points totals uh, for the year? It looks like that has just been posted, so we'll fucking we'll run right through that. Um, point totals for Colorado are 111.5. One th- so do you think uh, over under here, what do you think? Colorado going to hit 112 points? We had 119 last year. Uh, the shortened season before that, they had where they were on pace for 120. I, I could see them having somewhat of, of a little bit of hangover and, and not reaching 120 or 115. But I, I think this is a pretty good line. But I, I think they'll be able to to beat up on those lower teams, be able to just you know put it in put it in lower gear and still beat them. Maybe even you know do some load management, rest some players if they have to, and then. It's a good line. I, I would go slightly over. I, I probably wouldn't bet it here. I would rather bet them to win the division, but I would lean to the over on the point total. So over the past week, I've just converted my uh, power ratings to the point projections. So I actually have oh, oh, point wow. projections for every team. And I have the abs at 113.1 wins or points rather, you know, in football mode here. Uh, 113.1 points. But again, I don't expect that to be... Uh, that's just based on the power ratings of the actual players, goalies, whatever. It doesn't account for the schedule or the fact that they might come out slow. So you got to do some little uh, qualitative adjustments, is what to call it. Uh, so I, I, I don't like that over. If anything, I would take the under. Uh, it actually came out at 112 and a half, so it's already been bet under a little bit. Uh, so yeah, if anything, I would take the under here. I don't, I don't like the point total at all over for the Avs. Uh, they're, they're just fine. And then they're not gearing up after a Stanley Cup loss. You know, if they lost the Stanley Cup final, they might come out on the tear and just in a vengeance mode. But I think they're going to start slow, like I said. So uh, I don't see value here over 111.5. If anything, I would lean to the under 111.5 points for the Avalanche. Yeah, I could. I kind of like the over, man, just because of the level of competition within the division. Like, these guys are going to be beating up on Arizona, beating up on Chicago. Who knows what we'll get out of Nashville, Winnipeg, right? So they're going to play these teams a lot. There's a lot of points you can grab there. Um, hundred was 112. That's not over the top. This is a team that had 119 points last year. Obviously, they had a couple losses and subtractions. A couple additions, too, and arguably, you know, maybe... Depends how you look. Maybe they even improved in goal if, you know, Gorgiev can show up and actually be the guy. So I, I don't hate so. that. I, I don't so. hate I don't, that, man. I don't think so, but... So. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I, I, anyways, I like the over on this 112. I think this team's the fact they're going to light up the division here. This, this should be a no-brainer. Um, all right, heading down here, we got the Minnesota Wild. The number set at 100 and a half, uh, paying off minus 425 uh, for the over and minus... Or, sorry, plus 330 on the under. Um, this is a Minnesota Oops. team that had a... 
that's those are those are odds to make the playoffs or to miss the playoffs. Oh shit, that's I thought that was the actual odds. Okay, no worries. <laughs> Either way, 105 points. Um, this is a team that had 113 points last year, but they're fucked, man. Like cap recapture penalties are kicking in for Suter and Parise. We bring this up every time we talk about Minnesota, and they've had to offload a couple guys last year or this year, man, just to help fit in that cap space. Um, keep in mind too, one of the biggest things for me with this Minnesota Wild team last year, they had Cam Talbot, who was playing like an absolute stud, and then they actually brought in Marc Andre Fleury as well. Uh, a little thing that wasn't really noted: Cam Talbot went undefeated after they brought in Marc-Andre Fleury. He didn't lose a game in the regular season for the rest of the year as of the trade deadline. So that was pretty fucking crazy. Um, but they don't have that. They, they've re-signed Fleury. Cam Talbot's gone to Ottawa. I think that's going to struggle a little bit, man. Like Marc-Andre Fleury's a fantastic goalie, but he can't play 60 games. So you're going to have... I don't even know where their fucking backup is there now in Minnesota. But... um. So I don't know. I'm leaning towards the under here at 100, uh, 100.5, man. Like, that has to be it. Um... Again, it's not really a hard division, so they're going to be playing shitty teams like Blackhawks and the Coyotes. But this is the team I'm expecting to drop off, man. And I think they'll be under 100 points. I'm right there with you. I, th- I think the Wild had a lot of luck last year. With They had players just having career years. Ryan Hartman scored 34 goals. I mean, they had one of the highest PDOs in the league. So I don't think they're going to get close to their 113 from last season. I, I think they could maybe get, maybe get to triple digits or around the line of, of 100.5. But for me, if I were to bet this, I would just bet the wild to miss the playoffs at plus 330. You know, if, if flurry kind of is, he's older now, if he can't play the whole season, if he gets hurt, something like that, they have Gustafson as a solid backup. But after that, I don't know how their depth is. And, I could see, see the teams behind them, the Blues, the Stars, go, jumping ahead of them, and then it's going to be down to a wild card fight. So I, I take plus 330 on them to to miss the playoffs. Ryan breaking out the PDOs. I love it. <laughs> so for the uh, uninitiated, the PDO stat is something that tends to regress. I mean, it, it basically measures save percentage and shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are things that uh, aren't aren't quite as consistent. Obviously, you like the... The best goalies and the best goal scorers will uh, will uh, beat this this regression. But uh, in the case like the Wild, I don't I don't mind that play at all because they yeah they're second in the in the league there the PDO. So uh, I don't mind that regression take. But that said, I I do like this team to go over 100 100 and a half points. I'm at 105 104.9. Um, they're just, they're just too deep. I mean, even without Fiala going to the Kings there, they got a whole bunch of good players. Uh, Zuccarello, of course. Hartman, we'll see if he regresses like Brian suggests. Uh, Matt Boldy could take another step forward. He had a great year last year. Uh, Marco Rossi, slow start, but expect him to have a, a second-year jump. Um, yeah, this this is a very deep team. Like, they don't have a lot of a lot of firepower. Of course, they have Caprice up. But other than that, there's there's not a ton of high-end talent, but they got depth. They got depth all over the place. So I think that that will ensure them to uh, to make the playoffs at least. And I like them to go over 100 points. Uh, yeah, I hope they won't. But, uh, yeah, the Wild are, once again, a team that the, the Sharps will be betting on because, uh, uh, yeah, the, the ratings suggest that they, they are better than the market suggests. So, yeah, go over 100.5 points for the Wild. I got a problem with this power rating. Uh Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. They just passed 4 million users. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under game on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. 
If you like a good cup of joe in the morning, you're going to love Trade Coffee. They have expert-tasted coffee. Trade's Coffee's team actually tastes tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade's has a first-match guarantee. Trade is so confident that they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. And right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. All right, uh, moving things down. <laughs> We're going to get going to Nashville here, Nashville Predators. Uh, their point total for the year is set at 96.5. Last year, they finished off the season with 97 points. Uh, it's pretty much right on the same money. They're minus 200 to make playoffs, plus 170 to miss the playoffs. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on Nashville, bud? I, I didn't like Nashville last year, and, and they proved me wrong. And coming into this season, they, like like the Wild, had a few of their top guys that had just absolutely insane years. Forsberg, Duchesne, Johansson, uh, Romeo Yossi should have won the Norris, almost had 100 points. But like the, they didn't lose really anyone <laughs> anyone that great in the offseason. And they added uh, you know, Niederreiter, they added McDonough. So it, it's kind of... Uh, uh, kind of a, f- a foot in both camps here where where I think they they improved based off their additions or in subtractions, but on ice, will they be able to replicate what they did last season? I, I don't necessarily think so, even if they do have uh, UC Soros for most of the season. I, I think I would go under and I, I would take a chance on them to miss the playoffs at, at plus 170. Well, it's taken about uh, three teams for me to reach my first pass of the, uh, <laughs> the season. <laughs> yeah, the Predators are right where I have them, basically. 97, 97 points or thereabouts. Uh, I guess that's a slightly to the over, but definitely not worth betting. This is a, this is a team that should finish in the third, maybe fourth spot in the, uh, the central or third wildcard, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, Saros coming back is huge. Obviously, with a goalie that good, uh, his health goes a long way because uh, you don't want to go back to who was a big save, Dave or Connor Ingram or whoever else they have backing him up. That that's a bit of a concern. But uh, yeah, I don't have much bets, not much feelings on this team at all. So uh, I'm going to do a big fat pass on this team. <laughs> well. I don't know, like 96 and a half seems like a lot. And the fact that they only got 97 this year leaves a little bit to be desired here. And Ryan brought up a good point, too. They had so many guys that had a career year last year, like fucking Roman Yossi, Matt Duchesne, all these guys. You talked about it. UC Saros played absolutely incredible for about like three quarters of the year. Like this is a team that just everything kind of fell into place. You're asking a bit much for that to happen again. I see them as a playoff team just because, you know, we are in a little bit of a weaker division here. Um, so I, I I do like them to make playoffs. Well, I won't be betting minus 200. It's just too much juice. Um, but 96 and a half on the point total. I might take the under on this one, man. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be tight. They'll be hovering around that maybe 94 to maybe 98, 99 range. But I don't know, man. Everything kind of has to... Not even everything has to go perfectly, but it just I just I'm not that I'm not that heavy on Nashville this year. That's all. So I'll be on the under in that. I still think they're going to make playoffs. Um, We'll move down here. We got the St. Louis Blues next in line. They are ninety five point five total points on the uh, yearly point total. Last year they had one hundred and nine. Holy shit. Um, They're minus one eighty to actually make the playoffs uh, plus one fifty to miss the playoffs. I don't know. I kind of like that over, boys. Like, I know, obviously, there's a little bit of a turnaround in St. Louis here. Um, but fuck, dude, like, 90, 95 and a half points? I can see this team getting this. If Bennington plays strong, obviously, they kind of lost Vinny Huso. So, again, kind of questions in net. But if Bennington could kind of be the guy, and we all know he can. He's done it before. I don't mind it. 95 and a half points? I'll be on the over. Yeah, I, I think I'm leaning to the over here, even though the Blues did have the highest PDO in the league uh, last year, the highest shooting percentage at five on five as well. But they they lost David Perron. They they lost their backup. They brought Thomas Grice in to replace him, but they didn't really bring anyone in to replace the goal scoring and the offense that Perron brought in. I mean, they got in Noah Noachari, who's a fine 
depth player. Josh Levo could play on the fourth line, but I don't know if that's going to drop them. What did they finish last year? They had 109, so drop them, what, 15 points? I don't know if that's going to be that huge of a loss. So I would lean to the over here, and I don't mind them minus 180 to to make the playoffs as long as Bennington can kind of keep his head on somewhat straight and and stay healthy. Because they still have kind of a last hurrah here for uh, O'Reilly and Tarasenko in the last year of their deals. And they still have Shen, Brendan Saad. Jordan Cairo. So they still have a, a good enough group where they should be able to make the playoffs in this division. I think that the Blues are uh, a good example of how much more efficient the market has gotten in the rating these teams. Because, yeah, when you get a team at the number one PDO, you're going to be looking to fade them the next year. 109 points, you said, down to 95 and a half. Obviously, the market's corrected. <laughs> in previous years, they might have rated them like minus, or one, 101, one or two and a half, something like that. But a 95 and a half, it makes it difficult for us to. Uh, back that regression trend so uh, yeah that that once again this is a tough one to call obviously Bennington is the biggest question mark now will he go back to his 2019 form will he carry on his play from the series against the avalanche uh, or will he be a pumpkin like he was uh, when Russo <laughs> took over the job so uh, this is a big goaltending question for me Blues have a very good offense actually surprisingly very deep Good power play, uh, but unfortunately their their defense is not good. Uh, Justin Falk is the only high-end player they have right now. Uh, Krug is okay. Pareko's getting paid too much, but he's okay. But other than that, the they, Scandella, McLeddy, Robert Bertuzzo, they're all trash. So their defense is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to rely on the power play again and their goaltending. So it looked, looked, for, looked to bet this team in season i think that this this could be a team where you can get some big dog prices against if as long as that fucking market doesn't correct itself and uh but as for the point total i've got no bet on this one uh, uh bro you gotta be on the over man like if, if they're hovering around like 90 like three points or some shit you know they're just gonna lace up fucking brett hall and get him out there just <laughs> fucking crushing pints and scoring goals bud what's the number on how many beers brett hall drinks this season like 152 per a, a, a month. Like. <laughs> do a matchup between him and uh, Keith Kachuk, another blues legend. Yeah, for real. Eh? Um, throw Pronger in the mix too. Why not get all three of them going? Um, all right, moving down to the Dallas Stars here. I really like this fucking Stars team. The uh, the yearly point total is set at 94 and a half. Last year they finished up with 98. Uh, for the Stars to make the playoffs, minus 160. For them to miss the playoffs, plus 130. I like this Dallas team, man. I'm going to be on the over on this number. Uh, somebody's got to start winning games in this division. We got we got a couple bets on teams not making playoffs. We got a couple bets on unders. I think Dallas is going to absolutely have a hell of a fucking year. And if you're going to give me that number at 94.5, I will be on the over. Also, minus 160. I don't mind that for to make the playoffs. I think the stars are going to be at the dance next year. That's all. I don't want to say a sure thing, but they got a pretty decent chance. Minus 160 isn't anything fancy, but fuck, it's it's money in your pocket, right? So I don't hate that either. The stars are growing on me a bit here. I I do like their the young group there. I think Ottinger is going to be continue to be good. I mean, he's still he's unsigned as is Jason Robertson, but they have 10 million to work with to get those guys signed before training camp, which I'm sure they will. Uh, Rupe Hintz is in his prime still at 25. They still have those older guys who should be able to contribute. So I don't, I've gone back and forth on the stars, I feel like. But I, I do think the over would be the play here on the point total. And minus 160 isn't that bad for them to make the playoffs. Brian said it. Uh, yeah, this is a contract year for Jason Robertson. And uh, uh, was it Jake Ottinger? Um, I can say his last name, but I don't remember his first name. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Jason Robertson, he has the uh, one of the one of the top ratings in the evolving hockey as far as offense goes. So uh, he's got the underlying metrics working for him, and of course, he will be their number one forward this year. Pavelski's still going strong, even after all these years. Mason Marchman is a great pickup. He was one of the higher rated Panthers forwards last year. So look for him to make a contribution, make up for those fucking. Old guys doing band, Tyler Seguin falling off, getting injured and all that. Uh, I like this team for sure. Uh, I lean to the over here. Uh, what do I have here? I got the stars at, no, I got stars exactly 94 and a half. But I still like this team, especially <laughs> long term. I think this team that it has the uh, the DNA, the, the composition to go far. 
And that's why I said in the last show or the previous show, 45 to one to win the cup because they, they have the the tools, you know, Heisman in the defense. They got Robertson up front and they got Jake Ottinger in net. Uh, this team is what it takes. But for regular season success, I think this will be another uh, bubble team. Maybe a wild card, maybe bordering on that number three spot. I, I guess I would lean over because I think there's more potential there with Mason Marchman in there. It gives them more depth because they were relying too much on that top line last year. I mean, that top line was doing everything for them. Now you put Marshman there with Ben and Sagan. That, that line can be dangerous too, so we'll get some secondary scoring or more scoring at least. And uh, Yeah, I, I like Mira Heiskin a lot. He, we saw him at the uh, Game 7 there. He basically took over that overtime. He was the only guy doing any kind of uh, work against the Flames, but unfortunately he was the only one, and uh, the Flames dominated them in net. But yeah, give me the give me the give me the slightly into the over. But uh, more importantly, give me this team as a long shot to to win the cup. Forty-five to one. Why? Not? Oh fuck yeah! I love that play. <laughs> All right, we're keeping things moving along here. We're gonna head on down to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, their point total on the season number set at eighty-seven and a half. Last year they had eighty-nine. Uh, they're paying off plus 180 to make the playoffs, minus 220 to miss the playoffs. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the Jets here, bud? Uh, I think this might be finally the year that the Jets kind of blow up their core a little bit, maybe trade Wheeler or Shifley or, or one of those guys. Because, I mean, they keep going year after year with with kind of these, these same, and, and we're waiting for it to happen. And, you know, they, they were decent there for a few years, but they just don't have enough defense. Uh, Connor Halibut can only do so much in net with, with the team in front of them. I think they're they're a solid team. I think they will be on the playoff bubble. So uh, I'm probably going to have to pull a Joel here and pass, but I would lean to the under. All over the under here. I'm fucking up passing this one. This is my favorite. One of my favorites, at least in the West, unders of the whole card. Uh, this team is going nowhere. They got nothing going on. Uh, I've been calling Connor Halibut, and he's, he's shown that he can't carry the team. I mean, the team in front of him, if they're, if they're good, he'll be good. But if they're bad... He's going to struggle, too. Uh, his numbers reflect that as well. I mean, he was a middling goaltender last year, even though that he's being paid like a top-end one, which he can be if behind the right team. But right now, uh, he is not that. So uh, I'm just seeing that David Riddick is on the Jets. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's, Forget it's about my – depth. Depth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> even last on the Jets, then. Um, <laughs> Cole Perfetti, he's, he's a good rookie or uh, second-year player now. I don't know how many games he played last year. Maybe 30, 40. Uh, if he takes takes a step forward, maybe he can contribute, get this team somewhere towards the bubble, but I don't see it. This team is, is – they got no culture. We want Pierre-Luc Dubois. He wants to trade. He only signed another – he's only here for, what, on two years, and he already wants to trade. Uh, that's ridiculous. Um, they got no depth at all. Their defense is terrible. They have nobody in the, the top 20 percentile. Josh Morris is the closest thing to it. Uh, they've had terrible defense for years. They've done nothing to do anything about it. They traded Jacob Truba, did nothing to replace him. The defense got worse. This is a bad team. I like this team. I like the culture of the team anyway, the city and all that. But this year, I'm totally out on them. This team is going under 87.5. I got 89.5 because uh, a book I use is a Canadian book and only takes money from BC and Manitoba. So I was able to get 89.5 <laughs> under. Hammered that, and I'll still hammer 87.5. This team is not getting to 88 points. Man, it's hard to disagree after that, but like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm on the, I'm on the over here on the Jets, man. Like, everything Julie just said is true, right? He makes made a fucking great point, but to me, like, for this team, everything that could have went wrong last year went wrong. Like, it was like Murphy's Law. Everything was fucked. Their coach left. What was it? Like halfway through the season, just quit out on him. Paul Maurice. Fucking, they couldn't get a save to start the year to save their absolute life. Hellebuck looked abysmal. The offense wasn't firing on cylinders. And you're asking me, are they going to have a worse year than last year? To me, I'm going to say no, man. Like I think I think the Jets will probably end up missing the playoffs still. But I think they'll be over 87.5 points, man. They had 89 last year. Um, offensively, they were struggling. But those players that we listed, like, yeah, they're going to be gone in the next couple of years. Obviously, you know, one of Shifley or Wheeler is probably going to be moved out. You talked about Pierre-Luc Dubois. He wants out. Well, all these guys are still on the team. And these are good players, man. Like, look at a guy like Kyle Connor last year. He put up 47 fucking goals. Guy had 93 points. He almost had a 50-goal 
uh, point per game, or sorry, 50 goal season underneath him. Like, this is a sick player. Uh, Cole Perfetti is going to be awesome too, coming in. Hopefully, he has a nice full year for them. I see them being a bit better than last year. Are they going to make playoffs? Fuck no. But I think they can hit 87 and a half points, man. Like, like I said, just everything went wrong last year for them. Keep in mind a couple COVID months too, where there was no uh, fans in Canada. Like, it's just started the year like it was tough shit right so everything sucked for winnipeg uh hopefully everything won't suck as badly next year but i'm kind of on the over on this one yeah, for freddie only had 18 games last year i thought he had yeah. more but um yeah look for him to make another jump i like him a lot but the rest of the team nope mm-hmm. maybe a fantasy sleeper if you got a keeper's league or something you can get a couple depth guys keep that in mind for most of us learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers where we learned that much but now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language whether you'll be traveling abroad connecting in a deeper way with family or you just have some free time Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head matchup comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. The app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated stats and records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, or just impressing friends. Perfect for the preseason. You can get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Elias is the most respected research team in the industry. Quality information is key, so I'm glad they created this app for accurate data and important context you can have right at your fingertips. So take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. With new features available all the time, you can always take your game to the next level. The NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Um, all right, we'll keep things going on here. <laughs> We're jumping into the bottom barrel, boys. We're going to the shitty Chicago Blackhawks here. Uh, the team point total for Chicago next year is set at 66 and a half. Last year, they finished with 68. Uh, boys, this is going to be it. We're going to see some ugliness out of some teams this year. Everybody's tanking for Connor Bedard, and this is going to be one of the forerunners. Uh, under, 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 under. You have to be on the under on these teams. Um, this is a generational player they're going for. So 66 and a half. Fuck, they're going to get like 42. And they're still not going to be last. Yeah, I don't understand how how this line is only uh, a point and a half less than what they finished with last season when they had some good pieces that that they traded away. And now they're just basically hanging on to Patrick Kane, who will most likely be traded, and Jonathan Taves. And they have a bunch of just names there that kind of look made up, especially in their bottom six. So (laughs) uh, they had a great offseason for the franchise, for for building the franchise for the future. But for this season, you're going to have to take take the under 66 and a half. I think I'm going to have to go back and look at this season before tanking for McDavid. But I'm sure teams had some pitiful point totals. And the Blackhawks are going to be one of the teams with pitiful, pitiful point totals as they tank for Bedard. One more thing about the Jets. I forgot to mention my projections have them at 82.6. So that's uh, almost a full five points out of there. So 
That's why I'm so short on them. Uh, the Blackhawks, meanwhile, are about the same. 66.2 versus 66.5. Basically a push. But the Lions don't account for uh, the Blackhawks tanking for Batard. <laughs> That's not accounted in the metrics. Uh, so I, I do like the under as well. This team has a total bottom-out potential. Uh, I mean, the Blackhawks and the Cardinals, they're going to be fighting for that last spot. Um, so... Uh, yeah, you can only lean under here. I don't, I don't, I don't see how this team gets better. I mean, they're thinking about trading Kane and think about trading Taves, and at that point, they might just be worse than the Coyotes. So, yeah, I don't see the upside of this team. Uh, I think they're worse <laughs> than that, but they got Morazic there. Uh, yeah, th- th- this is not a good team. That's like a, that's what. Why are you going to be Wait, hating on Peter Morazic? Why are you going to hate on Peter Why do the fuck do you defend every fucking <laughs> yeah. guy that comes you out of stop. Toronto? You as soon as the guy leaves Toronto, he's their fucking favorite player. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at look at this team. We got uh oh man. Uh, Seth Jones is barely their best defenseman. He's not good. He's getting paid way too much. Uh Caleb Jones, his brother, is the second best defenseman. He's on the third pairing. Jack uh, Johnson. Uh, Jack Johnson straight from the Avalanche. Love that guy. Down the cup champion. He got screwed over by his parents. They stole his money in his first contract, but uh, at least the, the Blackhawks are paying him back. So good Former for them at least. overall pick. Was he? Yeah, I think he went ahead of Taves. Oh, man. Great. So he got screwed over by, uh, yeah, multiple teams, I guess. Uh, yeah, Jack Johnson. <laughs> He's he's listed as a second uh, pairing guy. He's not a second pairing guy. He's a 7D at best at this point. I mean, I love him for what he did. He's a, he's a good physical guy. Love him winning the cup there. That was a good story, but uh, he should not be on an NHL team right now. Um, and, yeah, let's look at the offense here. We got, uh, oh, man, it's a shit show. Patrick Kane is the best player, obviously. After that, it's a shit show. Jonathan Taves, number two. Lucas Reichel could be a good good guy, my my fellow Kraut, uh, left winger there. He's going to play on the first line most likely because there's nothing else behind him. <laughs> so we might as well see what he's got in uh, more minutes. Uh, yeah, Why this, are we this, analyzing this shit team just line by line? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, like, I like to showcase how bad they are, so uh, you can take under 66. What's their prospect system look like? How are we going deep in the Blackhawks here? <laughs> well, we're not talking about the 2023 <laughs> point totals here. We're talking about the 2022. All right. So what do you got? You're on the under then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, everybody's on the under. Fade all these shit teams this year. Yeah, be on the under because pretty much everyone's going to be trying to tank for this fucking oh, super. You know what? That's that's another point too. I think that the the parity, uh, there won't be any parity. It'll be uh, great teams, especially in the East, and then just uh uh, a huge disparity in the West between the like the likes of the Avs, the Flames, the Oilers, and the Blackhawks, Coyotes, and uh, who's in the Pacific? The uh, Sharks. So huge disparity in the West, that's for sure. Bank on it. All right, we're going to keep things rolling down, move to our last team in the division here, and we got another blockbuster banger. Look out. We got the Arizona Coyotes. Their season point total numbers is set at 65 and a half. Uh, what did they have last year? Last year they finished off with 57 points. This is the Arizona State University Coyotes, and they're going to get the fucking piss beat off them all year long. Again, under, 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 under. Everybody has to be trying to tank for Bedard. And even if they weren't trying to tank, I think they'd still be absolutely horrible, and I'd play this under here. This team stinks. They play in a fucking 5,000-seat arena. Uh, this sucks, man. Arizona stinks. Fuck them. Take the under. 65 and a half. Yeah, Arizona only being a point below the Blackhawks is, is kind of surprising. I mean, they do have Slayton Keller as a good young player, Lawson Krauss, uh, Chicker in there. We're talking about trading, but he, he's good. I mean, I, I, they could put put possibly put something together if all, all those guys come into the prime at the same time. But they still have uh, Vegmelka in net with Ivan Prozvatov backing him up. So... This is this is going to be an under here, especially after they only got 57 points last year. This is eight and a half points higher, so take the under. Now, this is a team that uh, we talked about the PDO. This is the the other direction where they where they are. I guess the same direction. You're talking about the positive floor, but yeah, this this team way overperformed their their. Remember we talked about their shooting percentage in the early year where they they scored like freaking seven goals against the Red Wings, like nine <laughs> goals against the Senators, something crazy like that. So. That inflates these numbers, but this team is primed for regression as well, despite how bad they were. Um, 
And they, they do have better top-end talent in uh, Clayton Keller, like you said, much better than the Blackhawks guys, Nick Schmaltz. And uh, Shane Gossiper actually had a very good season last year somehow, uh, especially offensively. But uh, after that, it's, there's no depth at all. Like, the Blackhawks have much better depth, but the, the Coyotes have a bunch of nobodies, less than nobodies, total replacement players. They're going to be very bad. I hammered this at under 67.5, 65.5. I'm still good with that. Even though that's like a historically no, low number, I've never seen a number as low as 65.5. <laughs> but I'm, I'm still good with it. This team is going to be bad. Like, they're, they're trading away picks. They're, they're, they're going all out for the future. And uh, good for them for that. And, and, and like you said, they, I think they start like 13 or the 15 first games on the road, something like that. And you, oh, we saw what happened fuck. with the Islanders. We saw what happened with the Islanders last year, right? They, they totally yeah. derailed. And then what do they get to come back to? Fucking Arizona State University. Just a bunch of college <laughs> chicks who don't even know what the fucking offside is. So <laughs> they're going to be bad. Uh, so, yeah, under 65 and a half is a safe bet. Thank uh, both these teams to go under. I mean, that, that's a bit of a risky play because considering they, they play each other four times, I think. Um, so... It's it's anti-correlated, but all the same, they're going to lose to everybody. So why not? 65 and a half under Coyotes. What's going to happen when the Blackhawks play against the Coyotes? Like these teams are just going to not <laughs> do it. Fucking Nick Ritchie's going to have a hat trick on his on himself, like scoring on his own team for fuck's sake. Well, it, <laughs> be trying to lose. Well, if the the Sun Devils knew what the the draft order would be, maybe they would be cheering for them to lose, like the Sabers were back in the day when they're trying to get McDavid. But I don't think they they have that kind of intelligence. So uh, maybe the Blackhawks have the edge and <laughs> the tank for retired. <laughs> it's because they're smarter. Like, mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are gonna be pretty terrible teams. I can't wait for the first uh, Blackhawks versus Coyotes game. I'm gonna be uh, staying up to watch that for sure. Um, all right, boys, that pretty much covers the uh, the central division up here. Anything else you boys wanted to add or what? Go ahead, Jolly. Um, okay, I got a few more here. Um, let's see. Because we might not be recording for a bit. I got uh, yeah, well, a couple to, more bets. Let's set, let's set this up here. We're, we're, we're doing it division by division as we go. But but the, the lines are out now. And Joel, what Joel has already placed these bets. He wants to make sure you, the listener, listening all the way to the end of the podcast here, can get in on the action as well. Yeah, because I, I said numerous bets there that I already got on before uh, we recorded. So uh, before these lines move any further, I'll get you some some better odds here. Uh, we have the Sharks under 77 and a half. I'm not sure if that's still around. I think it is at some shops. Uh, that's a good bet. Ducks over 78 and a half. Great bet there. Uh, they're going to be better with McTavish. Zegers taking another step forward. Uh, Timmy Drysdale on defense. A lot more offense going in there. Uh, John Gibson should be better too. I mean, he had a really brutal second half of the season, as usual. But if he's got a better team in front of him, he'll, he'll be more uh, well-rested so he doesn't have to save fucking 40 shots a game. Uh, Devils over 88 and a half. Again, young guys coming in. A lot more offense. They got a goaltender for once. I mean, we saw them last year get hammered by injuries. Offense and defense, Jack Hughes missed uh, multiple weeks there. And uh, they had no goalie for basically the second half of the season. So now that they have two goalies in there, in uh, Vanacek and uh, Blackwood, I think is it? Or is it Wedgwood? I always get those two mixed up. Anyway, those guys are in there. Uh, 88.5. I like that. Panthers under 106.5. Got that minus 106. I don't think that they're going to be the same team, losing what they did. And the new coach in there would take a bit to uh, adjust. Plus, they're in a terrible division, terrible conference. Those guys would be battling it out. And uh, one more. Th- I got a few more here. Uh, Canadians over 70 and a half. Minus 115. I think that this team is going to be better. Uh, once again, we saw Martin St. Louis bring those guys together, get some more offense going. And they had the worst injury luck last year. It was like a historical, historical number of... Uh, Man games lost uh, across COVID and injuries. So look for them to come back. Flyers under 79.5, minus 115. I love that. Even at 77.5, where we see it, uh, whatever, win bet. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, 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 that's my favorite. So I got a few more here. We'll, we'll go over in the next few episodes. But uh, one more thing the Leafs to win the President's Cup trophy. Yes. Ooh. I got that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seven to one. I like that a lot. Uh, like I like that better than the over six and a half, one or one oh six and a half, one oh seven and a half, whatever it is. 
seven to one. I think that this team is uh, going to be the best team in the regular season. So why not grab that seven to one now and uh, roll with it? I like that a lot. You can also hedge out of that too. I mean, that that's a that's a market that you can bet in and out of all season long. For sure, man. Fucking, I love that play. Got the fucking, I think it's like plus six fifty or some shit. Let's go, baby. I'm pumped for that. Let's go, Leafs. Um, all right, yeah, tons of uh, tables bets, man. There's tons of fucking money to be given out there. Julie's always fucking looking into this shit, and he does a pretty good job. Uh, I know I will be. All right, boys, I think that pretty much wraps it all up, though. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Fuck yeah, we just talked about it at the beginning of the show. Everything's starting to fire back up, dude. Like, baseball's still going. College football's days away. NFL's weeks away. NHL training camp's going to be starting up soon. Same with fucking NBA. Uh, what do we say? F1's back. NASCAR's ripping. Uh, WNBA's going on. Soccer. I'm sure there's soccer in the world somewhere. Um, fuck yeah, man. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website website uh as well get your ass in the discord man shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord it's starting to pick up we're gonna be getting that fucking thing cooking real nice um so yeah if you're not in the discord get your ass in the discord yeah there's also a uh, updated merchandise store now if you go to store.sportsgillingpodcast.com there's some uh good hockey gilling podcast hats on there you got some shirts you can get a mug you can have a cup of joe with that if you want so hoodies so you can definitely support the brand and you can also support us by uh, leaving us a five-star rating and review go to sg.pn slash hockey for apple or sg.pn slash hockey s for spotify so i have something to read during this segment all right everybody my name is talon jenkins you can find me on twitter at talon underscore jenkins 94 i'm ryan gilbert you can find me on twitter at r gilbert sop I'm Joel Martin. If I'm giving out CFB bets again, we're going oh, Wyoming, it. Illinois, under 44, minus 110. Uh, get on that. Uh, two defensive teams and two terrible offenses. Uh, look for that to cash. Maybe it's a 21-10 game for the, the Illini. Let's go. Week zero, baby. Let's get it. Peace. Peace.